everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hey, Bruno. Well, 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 <laughs> Dragon. How are you doing? Today? Generally? Yeah, today. Overall? Uh, I mean, whatever, okay. whatever, how, however it is you want to answer the question as I pretend to listen, you can say, uh-huh, and then we move on. I'm okay. I'm beat up. My, my body is tired. It's very, very tired. Uh, I've done five jiu-jitsu classes this week, and I'm feeling it. Mm, it seems almost as if you're exercising. Yeah, yeah. So what I can tell you is that that is just uh, weakness leaving the body. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, uh, I have like a few things that I'm like, well, that hurts more than it probably should. But uh, other than that, I'm okay. Uh, I mean, you're literally just describing my life right now. I know, I know. Uh, it is funny. I was like, wow, five days of jujitsu uh, and like five out of seven, I would say, in the in the past week. And uh, I've, I feel my age and I feel my size and I just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything is hard. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's how I'm doing, bro. I'm getting tattooed on Tuesday, so that's exciting. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yep. You get a text there? <laughs> we're recording We're recording with not our normal setup, because Umberto's not where, where he normally is when he's recording, so he is on his, a different a different microphone. I have a question, Dragon. Yeah. Why do you have to let everyone know my business? <laughs> because okay? it sounds, because of the so sound. Just so you understand, I am in a bunker right now. You're not hiding, in a bunker. Hiding from those who would come out to get me. Yep. And all you're doing is you're telling them exactly where I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. <laughs> all right, Dragon. Why don't we go ahead Wait, and wait. Get I want to hear about your weekend. Oh, you my God. Ah, it's nothing interesting. I just went up, you know, me and my chick went to uh, Salem, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And uh, what can I tell you, Dragon? Those people seem to be obsessed with witches. They, they are. They, it's like they've built their whole economy around it. And literally. I mean, the entire... There's so many stores that the, the the store name is something witch or witches of this or haunted house with witches and witch in that, witch, witch, witch. Okay. And there's like three different museums that all say like... Actually, three. There's more than that. <laughs> but there's like 12 museums all just dedicated to witches. Nice. And shit like that. And the history of the Salem witch trials, which, by the way... When I got there and I found out that only 11 people died, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. This so, is... So as a, as a kid that grew up in New England, we, we really learned a lot about the Salem Witch Trials generally. And uh, it, it, I, I, yeah, only 11 people died. Yeah, <laughs> like, 11 people. When I, the second they said that, I was like, I was just disappointed. <laughs> I was disappointed because so much lore goes around that concept and like... To hear that, like, only 11 people die. You know what that would be like? That would be like, imagine, like, uh, oh, oh, so it's uh, a good thing. We're both listening to a podcast that's going into um, the Black Plague. Yep. Uh, I don't want to name it because I don't want to give other people. I don't want to lure other people to podcasts that are not our own. Dragon. It's the last podcast on the left. Oh, my God. How dare you? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So they're going into the Black Death. Imagine if someone had said, well, the Black Death happened and 100,000 people died in, in all of the world. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like to me, where I would have I just flipped the table and would have been like, this is, this is the big bad wolf that we've always been told about. You mean instead of the millions that actually died? So the, the, yeah, instead of is... the 25 million people who died in the course of like 10 years, the okay. one-third of Europe. <laughs> to, to be fair, I, the, the, um, the sandwich I was like 11 out of that whole place. That's a lot. That's a lot of people barely enough that's that's barely that's that's not even a bus <laughs> you're the worst and killed by the state too which is like a whole separate issue and they all and they all obsess over this one dude who was pressed to death yeah 
And it's like just just one guy. One guy got pressed to death. Everyone else got hung. Yeah, that was a big thing when we were when we were kids cuz he stuck to his guns. Yeah. He, he refused to admit that he was a witch. He was also 80 and he was just like, fuck, fuck this. It. If I yeah. go out, I don't care. Yeah, 100% accurate. Uh, I'm just saying, I was a little dis. I'm, I'm, it was fine. It's, it's fun. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. But I, I don't know. I was just like, man, I wish they had gone more into like. I wish that they would. They, I, I wish there was just a higher body count. Yeah. You know what it's like? It's like, like um, who's the most... I, I'm sorry that the real-life disaster that happened was not disastrous enough for you. Yes, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> That's all I ask. Here's the thing, Dragon. Imagine, who's, who's the most influential person when it comes to horror movies? The, the single most influential uh, inspiration. Um, it's, it's Ed Gein, right? Sure. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of movies that are kind of... So many movies. Him. Yeah, so many movies are modeled after him. So you would think he's like this big, bad... <laughs> serial killer and then you find out like well he really only killed two people it's like yeah. that doesn't even come on that yeah. that doesn't even count everybody but he just robbed graves yeah he was just a grave robber <laughs> that's it and then you know he would you know wear people's wear people's skin as clothing but yeah, that's besides the point right 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 the all right <laughs> the point is that like you get a little disappointed when you hear the number he okay? did make a lot of furniture out of human beings yes Yes, he did. Uh, yeah, like, look, the stuff he did was was severe. But to hear that, like, all these serial killer movies where the characters are based off him, mm-hmm. like, you would you would expect a bigger... Like, I, I would expect, like, a Ted Bundy. Like, that's someone who, who used... And you know what? I'm just ranting right now, Dragon. Yeah, you are. Because I'm angry. I'm angry that only 11 people... Only 11 people died, and now now this entire town is just dedicated to, to, the, to that. <laughs> You're the worst. Um, one second, bro. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I had to. I had to have Berto unplug his headphones and replug them in. I don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> you made a smooth edit just now, perfect, so that everyone <laughs> listening won't even know what happened. Yeah, they won't even know that we just had to pause. Uh, okay, anyway. Um, so anyway, in conclusion, Salem fun, but you know, a little disappointed in the numbers. I'm just saying, you, you gotta bump those numbers up if you're gonna be known as the the witch trial count. You know. <laughs> I'm, I apologize that that was not up to your standard of, of death. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank it you, is, it is I will hard. accept your apology. It is hard when you listen to other things, like uh, if you listen to Dan Carlin's po- recent recent podcast on like the, the just the scale of, of death. <laughs> oh, you mean the one about the Pacific uh, yeah, theater? The Pacific theater? Yeah, yeah, during oh, World War II. Oh, well, I would love to say World War II, but he really starts it at the, Sino, the Second Sino-Japanese War. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, between that and like the Black Death episode or, or series, I'm oh, just yeah, like, the, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, you hear the number of deaths and you're just like, 11, that's it. Yeah, right? You're like, ooh, <laughs> that's nothing. Um, anyway, let's, mo- let's move on. Let's go into our, our, our actual podcast. Dragon? Yes. Why don't you go ahead and tell me what you did this, what you saw this week on okay. a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Okay, um, so this week I'm going to just talk about a couple things, I think. Uh, I watched Riders of Justice, me and Andrew did, which is a 2000 Danish movie starring Mads Mikkelsen. And I love Mads Mikkelsen. Um, Berta, did you ever watch uh, the um, Hannibal series? Um, no. I watched it in the beginning of, of the pandemic, and I, I, I love it. I had seen it before. I watched it when it aired, but it is so fucking good, and Mads Mikkelsen is such a good um, such a good Hannibal Lecter. It's amazing. So anyway, so I've been watching like a lot of his stuff. He actually he had a comedy also that came out, I think, last year that I think was nominated for an Oscar, 
another Danish movie. But anyway, um, oh, so, um, I know it's talking about yeah, another round. Another round, yes, another round, which is about teachers that get drunk while they're while they're yes. at school. Yeah, that they just decide to keep a level of buzzed the whole time. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, this is another one of those, and it's great. It's basically Mads Mikkelsen plays a um, soldier who ha- comes home after his wife dies um, in an accident, and he uh, has to like kind of deal with his teenage daughter and the fact that his wife dies. And it's so fucking good. It's I would I would actually say it's a dark comedy more right. than it's anything else. Um, and I I think actually Berto, you would probably like it. I mean, you always say these things, and then it turns out I don't like them. I know. And you know why? Yeah, why? No, I'm going. I'm joking. I say sometimes <laughs> you, you do you do get it right a lot of times. I get it right a lot of times. I get do to be fair, I get it wrong. But usually when I get it wrong, it's because I want to hear what you thought of it, not because I think you'll <laughs> like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's not like you know I'm gonna. It's mostly just. Berto, I really want you to rant about this movie, so yeah. uh, if you could just go ahead and hear it. Yes. Good, thank you. Yes, that's exactly correct. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend it. It's 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 honestly really, really good. There were, like, I laughed out loud multiple times. It's very dark. Um, it, it's it's fun. I And Mads Mikkelsen is so great. I love him. I'm, I'm like, mildly obsessed. It is in, in Danish, I guess. That's what they speak, right? Um, I'm going to say yes. It's a Danish uh, movie. Uh, I actually have no idea. Um, it's also, I think, only available to rent right now. So I believe it's to rent on Apple TV Plus and maybe Prime. So, Berto, you can see it some other way. <laughs> we've, we've gone over this a million times. Apple TV Plus is not a thing. You've made this up in your head. Can you please stop telling people that it's a thing? Uh, anyway, Writers of Justice is called. Um, so the other thing I wanted to talk about is me and Andrew just watched Luca, the new Disney or oh, Pixar. Oh, is this about? Is movie? this the documentary about George Lucas? <laughs> no, no. Oh. It, it's the new animated uh, Pixar movie. Yeah. That's uh, streaming on Disney Plus right now. Mm-hmm. Um, people really like it. I I thought it was cute. I didn't think it was like amazing. And I feel like people either really like it or they really don't like it, which is a weird thing to me. I don't know why you like really wouldn't like it. Um, but it was it was adorable. It's about uh, a um a kid like finding his way in in life sort of and he is a he's a fish creature like a sea monster but when yeah. he comes on land he turns into a real boy so that's yeah. kind of the premise like the little mermaid yeah kind of like the little mermaid oh okay mm-hmm. but it's Does, cute it's like a oh, cute little movie set in like a little italian seaside town interesting okay yeah so you watch the remake of the little mermaid <laughs> I mean, not exactly. He doesn't fall in love with a prince, if that makes you feel any better. Uh, it's another one. It's another one of those like queer coded like movies that everybody is is been talking about. That everyone's excited about. Yeah, and I think and it's more like a metaphor or an allegory for like being different than other people, which is I think mm-hmm. why people talk about that. Gotcha. Um, and I'll just really quickly mention. Me and Andrew also just rewatched Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. interesting dragon <laughs> I know. I, it's for it's you it's available for rent but you can also watch it for free on tubi i think but it's um we watched a blu-ray of it uh yeah. i hadn't seen it since i was in high school it's just really? one of the okay. yeah it's just one of those movies that like in high school i really loved it because i thought it was like so cool and yeah <laughs> you know it's me uh it's like really cool and deep you know it's like dark and deep and yeah, like yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and I had such a crush on Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, of course you did. Oh my God, he's so dreamy. He is really, he really is like right up your, right up your alley. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that, I, I gotta tell you, that crush has not really stopped. <laughs> There's like, well, I mean, he can still I, get it. 
Yeah, and he's like, he's he's actually a fucking phenomenal actor, but yeah. um, I have a question. Yes. Did you like him more when he got all tick and buff for, uh, what's that movie, um, The Sand, The Arabia? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I can't remember the name of I it, can't but either. it doesn't matter. Go. Yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you like him more then? I feel like I like him better as like a kind of weird nerd. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. I'm like, oh, he's so he's so deep and he's like thinking and like whatever. <laughs> oh, what about in um, oh, God damn it, what that what's that movie? I, I I'm doing a terrible job of remembering. All yeah, the you're doing a bad. You're do, you're pulling a me right now. And I can't I can't. The problem is I'm gonna start typing and then you're gonna yell at me for typing. Yeah, because so it's super loud. These movies. That's okay. But. I yeah, should have looked it up. Second. Anyway, so it was like rewatching it. I was like, you know, this movie is not as good as I remember it being, <laughs> but I have a lot of nostalgia for it, and mm -hmm. I, I appreciate that, and I did still enjoy it. But Excuse I wonder me? if I had seen it right now, like as a, as a thirty three year old woman, like would it have made an impression on me? Maybe not. <laughs> well, um, here's a question: Did you? What did you feel? Uh, why, why do you feel that it didn't it didn't work as, as for you today? It felt a little bit clunky, and I think that might just be early 2000s filmmaking, mm -hmm. honestly. Well, it was very, like, it is a very 2000s Yeah, film. yeah. I mean, Jesus Super Christ. early 2000s. Um, and it, it, yeah, you kind of, you kind of feel it. And it's so, like, kind of up its own ass with the, like... With like, the physics? Well, no, 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 no. It's not even that. It's just, like, the Drew Barrymore character is just so, like... Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. Kind of ridiculous. Like, it, it, everybody in it is just, like... You you see them trying to like put make Donnie Darko be like this cool like mysterious character to like the cool people around him you know mm -hmm. like that that teacher or whatever and uh, it, it's it's just heavy handed and I was like eh, you know like you could cut her out and it would be the same movie you know yeah yeah it just is unnecessary but anyway I I, I still well, enjoyed it was that he was in the uh, a time loop right it uh yes and no it's like he. Yeah, kind of. It's not really a time loop. It's more like he's he figured out like um, he, well, I think time travel, was, time was, travel. Yeah, of. he was supposed to die in a. He was supposed to die at some point. Yeah, but he he like wakes up and walks away, and then at the end of the movie, he realizes like, oh, him. No, he has alive, to die. Yeah. Yeah, him staying alive destroyed all all these other people's lives. So yeah. he, in order, the only way for him to to be the good guy is to, to die yeah back, because you go back in time and die right yeah sort of except it's not even that like ex like it's not even that explicit it's not like he's doing it i don't know i i just feel like it's not it's not like clear that he like made a conscious choice to do that it's more like uh he's like kind of crazy and he's like this is how this is when i should have died and, and this is what i want to do Mm -hmm. kind of thing anyway anyway it was it's it, it's still good but it's not so, as good as i remember it being so it's of what its you're time. saying, so Dragon, what you're saying is yeah. that, in in terms of Jake Gyllenhaal movies, yeah, Donnie Darko falls down below Bubble Boy. <laughs> did you look up Donnie Darko movies? There are Jake actually. Gyllenhaal that's, movies. That's literally uh, Bubble Boy is literally the next movie that came out for him. Oh my god, that's so weird. I don't even yeah. remember Bubble Boy. I'm oh, pretty you sure I, I still I I remember seeing it and being like, this is a fun movie. This is so fun, and I'm sure if I watch it today, I'd be like. It's not as much fun, but it's still silly. And what stupid. is what is the movie that he got buffed for? Oh, um, goddamn it! Oh, Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, I'm not even 100 percent sure I saw Prince of Persia. Persia. I think I just saw his the pictures of him. 
I mean, Dragon, I'm looking up his movies. I'm like, shit, he, he's been really good in a lot of movies, he even re- in crappy movies. He has been, yeah. He's a very good actor. And his sister is a great actor, too, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. She's great. She was in, um, uh, what was that series that I watched about the porn industry and, like, sex oh, workers uh, in the 70s? The Deuce. The Deuce. She's so good in The Deuce. Yeah. Just amazing in it. Um, anyway, that's so, that's what I watched, Bruno. What did you watch on your bed? For our little oh, segment, oh. we like to call Birdo on the Bed. <laughs> By the way, the movie I was trying to think of was Prisoners, where uh, he played a, uh, a a detective. I don't remember that one. Do you remember that one? No. I think you would like that one because he's he's got like tattoos and he's kind of like dark and mysterious. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Got a little if, bit of an edge to him. I can't tell if I like my Jake Gyllenhaal kind of nerdy and weird or like buffing, <laughs> buffing not. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, Birdo, tell All me right, what you so, watched. So. All right, so I did have a busy week, but luckily I've been watching a lot of mur- mur- uh, mur- a lot of movies recently, <laughs> uh-huh. and I did what I like to call bank them. Nice. So uh, the first one I want to talk about was um, I watched a South Korean film called okay. uh, Memories of a mur- of Murder, which was I believe it was like two thousand and one or so, but okay. it's currently streaming on Hulu. Okay. And it's starring the, the father from uh, what's that movie? The father from Parasite. Oh, what? Are you just going through his filmography? Uh, no, but I did see, like, like people mention this movie as mm-hmm. if, like, it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch it. It's, the, it's the, the same director as Parasite, the same, you know, the one that, that I'm like, that Parasite was the only movie I actually enjoyed of his. Yeah. Um, this one was okay. It was, it was good. It just, like, I don't know. It, it was okay. It's just, like, I felt like the movie didn't have a purpose. Mm. But what it was doing was good. It's just, like, well, at the end, they don't... It's about them, inve- uh, these police investigating a serial killer, which is considered, like, in South Korea, the first serial killer that they know of. Interesting. For, for South Korea. Yeah, the movie is just about their, their investigation of it. And uh, you have this one cop who's, like, doing... He's basically bringing in people and beating the crap out of them and torturing them. Mm-hmm. And then you have another cop who's actually trying to do the investigation. And in the end, like, they just don't find the guy. So it's mostly about the investigation. Interesting. And at the end, at the end, they just don't, they don't find it. They move on. Huh. Yeah. That's, that's what a, I'm saying. Like, that's a weird really way to weird. end a movie. It was really weird. But uh, like I said, it was a very well-made movie. It's just, I, I'm, I'm not going to be like, oh, you, people should watch this. Because I, I don't know. I, I don't even know if I liked it. I was just like, I was probably just intrigued by it. Huh. Well, interesting. I, was the acting good? The acting was good. The directing was very good. It was it was a well very well made movie. It's just like the storyline wise, I just was like, the movie finished, and I was like, what what the hell was the point of this? Huh? Yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. All right, Dragon. Next, yes. I want to talk about a little movie that is going to make you sad. Okay. It's called Rain of Fire. Oh, All right? okay. It came out. It's currently streaming on Prime now. Dragon. This movie is starring Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. and everyone's favorite batman fucking <laughs> why are you laughing everyone's favorite batman is that what you said yeah fucking from uh, batman begins uh christian bill oh uh, okay so it's starring them too and what the movie is about is it's modern day um it's modern day england and a kid like and like during a construction like they they unearth a, a fucking a fucking uh dragon Ooh. And basically, it then fast forwards like twenty five years. Okay. And they're like, all right, well, the the dragons basically rule the earth, and <laughs> the humans are kind of like they now live in castles, 
and like everything is like the entire society is is destroyed. So it's only like groups of humans that live in castles together, and their entire life is revolved around like running away from the uh, the dragons. Huh. And it's it's very like interesting, very interesting. But it's more of a Hollywood movie because then uh, Matthew McConaughey shows up and he's like he's basically like, "Yep, I'm a dragon hunter." <laughs> Um, and it's very, like, that's the thing, like, it has so many interesting pieces to it, but it, I, I, I'm like, this would actually work very well as, like, a TV show. Yeah. Or maybe a miniseries, rather than, uh, a movie, because it, where you get to it explore, almost, where you get to, like, explore the world. Yeah, more, I yeah. wanted to explore the world more, and, like, the, the two, the two dynamics of having, um, Christian Bale being, like, no, everyone has to be, we have to hide and run and safe and just survive to the next day. And fucking Matthew McConaughey, who's like, no, we're we're gonna hunt them down. That we we are gonna show them that we are the fucking kings of the world. That they're the superior species. Well, I am. Yes. I am. I feel attacked by this movie right now. Yes. <laughs> I don't love it. Uh, I'm calling Peta at this moment. <laughs> that sounds like some fucking yeah. bullshit. But yeah, so it's one of those movies that has cool moments. It was fun to watch. It was actually a lot of fun rewatching it because mm-hmm. I remember seeing it a while ago and like not really remembering much. But it was fun to rewatch it. So it was, it was, it was enjoyable. Hmm. And it's currently streaming on Prime. Nice. Okay. Uh, you want to talk yeah. about anything else, Bruno? Yes, I'll talk about one last thing before we get into the movie. And uh, I watched um, Crimson Peak, which is currently on Netflix, mm-hmm. which was a Guillermo de Toro film. Mm-hmm. And friend of the show. Um, Sure, sure, yes. We did one of his movies, so I feel like that counts. Sure, sure. Uh, It's also starring Loki from uh, the Avenger movies. Oh, everybody jerks off to Loki. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was it was like supposed to be a horror movie, but I'm like, "Eh, it wasn't really that much of a horror movie. I don't like. I don't remember Loki being in it. He's the he's a guy. He's the guy who seduces. So it's about Mm. this dude from England who he like comes to the U.S. looking for investors and then winds up marrying a rich girl. Yep. And, like, now you get to move into the into the, into the castle with my sister and, like, you know, shenanigans ensue. Yep. But uh, it's, like, a ghost story. But, the, I don't know. Like, it was it was good. It was, I it liked was, it. I, I it saw it in fun. theaters when it came out. Yeah. I, I remember liking it. I, I will say the thing that probably hurts the movie the most is the CGI. Because mm. it's not good, well done well. But it is a very beautiful film to watch. Yeah. Very beautiful. Like, there's scenes, because there's a whole thing where, like, he, he his, on his land, they find some, like, red dye smud thing yeah. that's supposed to be useful. And so they're constantly mining it, and it makes the, the ground bleed. So the ground looks red. Yeah. While, yeah. while there's snow on it. So people will be walking, and, like, as they're walking, their footprints come out red. Like, yeah. blood. And it's, like, it's very beautifully made. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro has a great eye for that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was very like watching it. Watching it, I mostly was pointing out to my chick like this. This this camera angle mm-hmm. is beautiful. This looks beautiful. It looks be- It looks like a fucking work of art. Yeah. And the the film itself was enjoyable, but uh, I think really the strength of the film is the just how beautiful it was. It really was beautiful. Yeah, I I like I I generally I almost always like Guillermo del Toro movies. Like they have a great feel to them i think mm-hmm. and i think that especially when he's doing something kind of spooky um i think he's a very good storyteller your favorite game of the tour movie of course blade to <laughs> blade to the bladiest um no i'm looking at it right now like the the orphanage is really good yeah um 
Devil's Backbone, I remember loving, but I haven't seen it since I watched it that one time. Same, same thing. I, I I remember loving it, but I don't yeah. remember much about it. I really like uh, I really like Shape of Water, to be honest. I I thought it was fine. Yeah, it's like it was like yeah, this is a good movie, and then it's like this is the this thing won the Oscar. I was like, what? That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, right. Then again, it's the Oscars. Um, but anyway, uh, oh, scary stories to tell in the dark was good too. I liked that. Let's see that one. Mm. I'm going to stop right. looking at his filmography yeah. pretty soon in right, a little dragon. bit. <laughs> okay, sorry. Dragon, you got to yes. focus. Okay, okay. Focus. Sorry. Focus. All right. Dragon. Yes. yes. We did it. All right. We made it. We finally did it. Now, okay. despite your rooting against us, mm-hmm. we made it to the final, uh, segment? The final segment. This is a fun bit because you trip over your words during it. Well, I trip over my words normally when I'm talking, so it helps. <laughs> that is if true. I ever speak clearly and not, don't trip over my words, then people will be like, "She must have replaced them." Yeah, it's right. A robot. That, it's it's just it's a it's an impressionist. <laughs> it's an impression of you the whole time. All right, Dragon. Yes. We're gonna go move on to Dragon at the movies. Dragon, you got to pick this week. I did. What movie did you choose for us? I chose 1971's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, so Willy Wonka is streaming on HBO. It's an hour and 40 minutes, directed by Mel Stewart and starring Gene Wilder and some kids who never acted again, really. <laughs> um, you want to break down? Yes, I would like a Dragon at the Movies synopsis. Okay, um, so Willy Wonka is about a um, reclusive uh, chocolatier or candy maker um, who decides to have a contest where he puts five golden tickets into his his candy bars and marketing genius right there so everybody buys the candy and the the prize is a lifetime supply of chocolate and a tour of his is of his candy factory and we follow um a very poor kid named charlie bucket in his quest to get a golden ticket and um then when he does tour the factory and it's based on a rolled doll book but oh good no Nailed it? Yeah, that's the problem is that you actually enjoyed this movie, so <laughs> yeah. you actually did a good job. This is this is one of those movies that when I was a kid... So Willy Wonka didn't do well when it when it first aired, or when it first opened. Like, it did, it did okay in theaters, but like honestly, not that well. It really came alive when people um, watched it on TV, when it, when it became, you know, like one of those things, which is how I've seen it a million billion times. Because when I was right. a kid, Willy Wonka was on all the time. <laughs> so I will say this. I saw it as a kid yeah. once. Never watch it again. Really? Yeah, because I was like, all right, yeah, it's, they sing. All right, cool. And then didn't watch it again. That's so interesting to me because it's one of those, it's one of the movies that like when I was a kid, it really like captured me. Uh, yeah, I had the same feeling watching, rewatching this that I did watching other things that I watched a lot as a kid, like, like Twister, where I could mm-hmm. remember like the, the, the way I felt when I saw something or like how, I, oh, oh, as a kid, I thought that was this and it's actually that. Like there was a lot of that. <laughs> going, going because on. you watch this movie so often that you actually remember parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. Normally what happens or did yes. you forget everything? Yeah, it's really weird. I also, I didn't realize, so we don't get to the Chocolate Factory in Willy Wonka until 47 minutes into the movie. Halfway. So- are we going way. into this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's go in. That was my, okay. my synopsis. Okay. We're going yeah. to deep dive in. Also, let's, let's deep dive in because then, then I can start giving my, my, my hot takes. Your hot takes. takes. I, know how much takes you, I know how much you love a musical. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Which I feel like this is a musical in a similar way that like Hedwig is a musical where all the lines are not sung, you know, like in a traditional, not, not like In the Heights as a musical. Yeah, It's like the, the, the songs make, well, 
the songs make sense in the moment i think the songs don't even well i mean the 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 reason the way i like a musical is if you took out the music from it and then nothing would change yeah then you wouldn't have to edit anything and that's how i like my musicals which is like because i'm not going to pay attention to the music (laughs) i the moment people start singing i literally go to my phone yeah. Which is one thing about the, in the hikes where it's like the people, the characters, are just, like stuff is happening while they're singing. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, I can't, I can't just ignore this and like pay attention to my phone. I have to actually pay attention to this shit. Yeah. Um, and did you, how did you feel about that in this one? Um, I was good because they start singing. I go to my phone and then they stop <laughs> singing and then I'm like, all right, look, another I scene. I mean, the, awesome. major- the majority of the songs are sung by the Oompa Loompas and it's just to talk about what happened just then. <laughs> and the good thing is that the Oompa Loompas, the Oompa Loompas come out, sing for about 40 seconds and yep. then they bounce, which yeah. I'm like, this is fucking great. Cool. Right? I, I mean, there's very, there's the Candyman song. Yeah. When the yeah. Candyman is fucking... Okay, that's the first song sung. My yeah. first note is this door clerk cannot sing. <laughs> he is well, terrible at Gene it. Wilder kind of can't sing either. He can't sing either, but he has one. He has. He's like, he, he doesn't have range. He can sing like one note, yeah. and he just stays in that one note. So yeah. I'm like, good for him. He, not, not going past <laughs> what he can do. He just stays right where he's good at. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, so I, obviously I have so much nostalgia for this movie. So like that is, that does really excuse me. But on this rewatch, I still really loved it. I think it's great. Okay. I really think it's like a very, very solid movie. I mean, there's some weird shit about it. Like for a long time, I was like, okay, half of these people have British accents and half of them have American accents. And I cannot tell if they are supposed to be in Britain or in the U.S. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was a little confused about that, too. I thought I thought they were in the U.S. But I I I thought they were in Britain. So when I was a kid, because some people had British accents, I think I just automatically assumed that they were in Britain. Mm -hmm. And I just never questioned it. And also like where they shot in Munich, Germany for the majority of the film. Yeah. Um, and so that to me didn't look like an American city. So I think in my head when I was a kid, that's that must be a British city. Gotcha. So I just like hadn't questioned it. And on this rewatch, I was very, very surprised at the amount that I was like, why? Where are they <laughs> geographically? And- yeah. On this rewatch, it was a little more obvious that they're like in England, I'm guessing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when I was a kid, I literally thought, oh, this is in the U.S. And I, I don't know why I never realized that there were British people in it. Yeah, it's a, it's so funny. Like his t- his school teacher is very British, and also the way that they're learning is seem seemed very British to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, but, I don't know about that, but yeah. It, I mean, it, that's I'm not assuming. that's not how I feel like I we learned in school. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, yeah, that that was like the first thing that struck me where I was I just could not stop thinking about it. I was like, where are you in space and time? But they just mm-hmm. cast whoever because they filmed in Germany, so they just cast like, you know, a bunch of a bunch of kids from the U.S. Um, yes. and a, a few from you know, around that needed to be because they like make explicit where everybody else is from. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Which is also and, it's, and everyone is just stereotypes. Can we just say that everyone? Oh, is yeah. Stereotypes. Yeah. 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 So you but have they're, the singing, they're supposed the to be right? British boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's of course, he's a fucking he's a stereotype of just a, a British boy. He's a fucking newsies. You have uh, the American girl who's a gum chewer because yep. gu- chewing gum apparently is disgusting at this time. Yep. Yep. So she, of course, is like. She's gross. Just bragging about how she chews gum. And yeah. it, she's a gross person because chewing gum is bad. Yeah. Um, you have the English girl who's spoiled because yeah. she's just rich and spoiled. Yep. The German kid is fat because he just eats. Yep. I mean, the entire thing is just... That's you're, mi- and you're, you're missing Mike TV. I'm sorry? 
You're missing the American boy, Mike TV. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, and then the American boy is just a, he's just, he just watches TV and he's a cowboy. So he's like, check out my gun. And he's like shooting with his little gun. And like, of course, they just have to make fun of the Americans for He's like, oh, you know, I'm going to get him a gun when he turns 12. Yeah. <laughs> like, Honestly, this movie, Dragon... very 1970s America, though. Yeah. I'm, Dragon, I'm going to ask you this. Yes. Would this movie be canceled today? Because number one. It uh-huh. is nothing but just the, the <laughs> laziest stereotypes of people. Also, like super. Ooh, I was like, wow, they're they're really calling Augustus Augustus Gloop, uh fat, and he's not that big. No, he is not big at all. But then the he's entire movie is kid. just them calling him fat. So it's just like just fat shaming him the entire time. The Oompa Loompa song is all about how gross and fat he is. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. How he's and a glutton. Gumshoe and girl, the Oompa Loompa song is just about how horrible she is, how horrible of a person she is because she chews gum. That chews gum like a cow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I loved it. Still, <laughs> still loved it. And Dragon, the second reason why I think this movie should be canceled. Yep. There isn't enough Latin, uh, Afro Latinx people. Oh my in god! It, shut up. This 1971 movie. I'm, that's I, that's the, my hot take. The Oompa Loompas being an orange face is like the closest you're gonna get to, <laughs> to anything. <laughs> to, to anything considered a representation of anybody other than super yeah. white people. I'm sure someone's gonna one day watch this movie and then be like, "Hey, this is this is a stereotype of." insert some random yeah, people yeah, and yeah. now 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 it's going to be canceled yeah probably so, you know you know what i realized dragon, that we should have done dragon, enjoy this movie while, 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 it's <laughs> while i can still admit that i like it yes. um the, the the uh the thing that i we should have done is we also should have watched the tim burton remake yeah <laughs> from oh, like Jesus 2005 or whatever year that came out <laughs> oh boy that was so oh boy i listen i i know i've seen it Right. I've definitely mm-hmm. seen the remake, but I, I don't remember it really. And I, I recently listened to an episode of Blank Check, which is another podcast that I like that goes through um, filmmakers filmographies. And they did Tim Burton and I listened to the episode on Willy Wonka and I was like, yeah, man, that movie sounds bad. <laughs> like, it's, it's honestly, really bad. It's really bad. It's it's <laughs> it is in widely known as Tim Burton's worst movie. I will. I will. Uh, as we get towards it, I will explain why I think that movie is bad. Mm hmm. And, and why you love this one <laughs> with, a, with a serious fashion sure and but i will explain to you why i think that movie not only failed but was destined to fail yeah like there's nothing there's no director no script and no no actors that could have made that movie work yeah okay okay got it All right. yeah but anyway dragon i don't understand half the so let me just say this dragon. yes okay please. the first 45 minutes of this movie uh-huh. Dragged for me. I didn't feel that Holy way at all. Holy fuck, did it drag? I didn't feel the that way at all. The entire time where they kept going to Charlie and his family, and then he's like, "I really want this," and he's like, "But why does he deserve it? Because he really does want it." Okay, that, to be fair, that is a terrible message to give to kids. I think. Well, no, that, that's fine because, but it's like, no, it's like, kind it, of there terrible. Was nothing, there was nothing in my head where I'm like, "Yes, Charlie deserves this." The no, no, no. Just yeah, there's no reason why he deserves it. He's just like, well, you're just you're poor. That's why you deserve it. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like nowadays you would take out the you deserve it because you want it more, Charlie. Like that, that is just not an appropriate way to go through life. Like I deserve it because I just want. It's also, but it's also because us as the movie audience would see that and just be like, well, that's not enough of a reason for me. I need a reason to be on his side. Right, right, right. You know, there's a what's that? There's a uh, 
a screenwriting book called uh, Save the Cat, mm-hmm. which is just how like the hero should immediately save a cat because <laughs> then now us at the audience are now endeared towards it. Because it like endears you to them? Yeah, because you, we need a reason to root for this character. Yeah, yeah. There is literally no reason to root for Charlie besides the, well, he's poor. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yes and no, right? I, I don't think that's true. I think you see, like, Charlie's trying really hard to, like, fit in with his classmates and he's, you know he feels like othered by them because he's a poor kid like he can't really go to the the candy shop after school and yeah. and pick up anything because his family literally is eating cabbage soup <laughs> the most disgusting that just sounded disgusting because they're so poor they can't afford food yeah unless until charlie comes home with a, a quote-unquote banquet that's just that piece of bread or also the the thing that i was like re-watching this i was like Man, Charlie offers to buy his Grandpa Joe's tobacco when they're only eating cabbage? Yeah. Why the fuck? First of all, Grandpa Joe... Grandpa Joe... Joe Okay, okay. I have some words about Grandpa Joe. Go ahead, Dragon. So everybody... The the thing about this movie is that, like, everyone who discusses it shits on Grandpa Joe for being a lazy piece of shit and staying in bed for 20 years. Literally, they say 20 years. When clearly he could have gotten up at any time to try and fucking work. So this family could make, eat something other fucking, than cabbage. Not only could he have gotten up to work, he literally just says, you know what? I'm going to get up. And then he gets up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dog, you could have done that for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, he only recently decided to quit smoking tobacco. He He quit when Charlie offered to pay for it. Yes. And it's like, wait, you quit now? Yeah. <laughs> You're literally eating cabbage soup. They're spending money on you to get buy tobacco. You could just be like, you know what? Instead of buying tobacco, why don't we go ahead and, and spoil ourselves and get some cabbage? Right. Get, I'm sorry, not cabbage. Get some radish or something. Get, yeah, Which get still, a radish. Maybe, get, maybe. It still sounds horrible, but it's better than fucking cabbage water. Maybe some chicken stock. <laughs> bone, some yeah. bone broth, perhaps. Something. Something. <laughs> Yeah, th- I mean that is always that is always the criticism that is is like lobbed at this movie. But like, yeah, because it, it doesn't really make sense. And I really chalked this up to like this being a rolled doll book to begin with. Which oh is, yeah, I mean it's it, a kid book. It, yeah, it's a kid's book. book. It's, it's, book. Like, it's like a one. weird fantasy thing, right? Like it's just not. So the same yeah, as look, Matilda, look, which is also a rolled doll one. I I didn't I didn't I didn't when I saw that I didn't get angry at it because I'm like it's a fucking kids book. Yeah. Like kids don't the kids don't understand that like. Someone just sleeping on his bed for fucking 20 years is a waste of space. Yeah. Also, he would be dead. There's no way he... Nobody... You can't just be in bed. His would be completely atrophied. Yeah. No. There's no way you can be in bed. He would have horrible bed sores. He would have gotten an infection long ago. He would have gotten pneumonia and he would have died. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just be bedridden for 20 years. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So I was, I was surprised that it was the first 47 minutes of this movie were spent not in the, cho- in the chocolate factory. It was... It was dragging. Honestly, the, the I, d- most... I didn't think it was dragging, but I do understand why you would say that. Um, the most interesting part of it was when the movie deviated away from Charlie mm-hmm. and instead focused on other characters. I do. Because every, every time Charlie was on screen, I was just bored. I was, honestly was really bored. But when they show the other stereotypes, then mm-hmm. it's like, all right, this is a good five minute like. Uh, deprive from yeah. Charlie. And the, my favorite, I'm sorry. All of the asides are good. All of the asides I think are really good. My my favorite part was when they would just randomly go to someone who's mm-hmm. like gotten kidnapped and they're like, <laughs> you know, and then they're like, oh. Uh, that they, lady they, I like a lot, like, yeah. What, what do they want? Do they want money? And it's like, they want your box of uh, Wonka, Wonka bars. bars. And then the woman's like thinking like, give me a minute, give me a minute. <laughs> like, 
every time they would deviate like the news they would show a newsreel i would fucking love it it was great you know what i was thinking when they were doing that too like so that that woman and the man in that scene right Mm -hmm. that is a whole different movie and they they're acting so well I was yes. like, I believe this. That the, like this is that is an interesting movie. I would see that movie about like and, this this woman whose husband was kidnapped for his Wonka bars. <laughs> yes, and I, I don't remember the I don't remember if um what's it called the uh the 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 the, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory uh-huh. has that in the remake has that has a scene like that. I don't remember asides like that. But th- little shit like that is what yeah. made me enjoy the those parts the yeah. the first forty minutes. Yeah. Basically, any moment Charlie's not on screen, I'm enjoying it. So. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to me, too, because, like, when I when I was watching it this time, I was like, wow, only kids won these cho- these uh, tickets. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't happen. Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that there were parents trying to win it. It's just only kids wound up winning it. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting to me. Like it, it, like, and you know how like one of them was fake and blah blah blah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's all that's all that would happen if this was real life. Yeah, exactly. It's just people trying to, to, to get fake tickets, like people trying to get fake tickets and stuff. It was just a lot of these asides were, were more interesting than the actual characters. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see the, I, I just named him Scarface. He was just going to every, he was, he wound up being wherever they'd find a, a ticket. Mr. Slugworth. Uh, yes and no. Go on. It, it was Mr. Slug. It wasn't Mr. Slugworth, but it was, he was pretending to be Well, yes, yes, yes. I mean, the whole, the whole point of that. Of that thing, but like as far as you know, in that in the movie at that point, Mr. Slugworth had just gotten to each and every kid. Yeah, it, which makes you think like maybe he I don't know knew where the ticket was. <laughs> yeah, make you think like oh maybe I'll just take it all over but the world in these different know, parts of the he, world. He does know where the ticket is because he was probably following the box. Yeah, because no, that you know later on it's revealed that that's he was part of Gene Wilder's. Yeah, he was one of Gene Wilder's guys. Yeah, he was part of Willy Wonka's guys as a test, as a final test for the kids. <laughs> Um, do you want to talk about how each kid bites it? <laughs> or do you want, let's go into the Choco Factory, actually. Let's go I, into the Choco Factory. Okay, Dragon. so first of all, one of the things that I, 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 I think is like a fun bit of trivia for this movie. Did you know Gene Wilder? And he, so lots of people were up for that part, right? The yeah. Willy Wonka part. And Gene Wilder accepted it with a condition. And yeah. the condition was he, in the beginning, when he's first introduced, like when, the first time you see him, he does the little thing with the cane. Yeah. That was Gene Wilder. He insisted that he would only do this movie if he got to do that one bit. That, okay, that's a weird thing. Isn't that so weird? But as a, weird a kid, thing. as a kid, that got me so hard. I okay. loved it as a kid. I loved that little goof. I mean, it, I don't think I love the goof, but I definitely was like, it, it definitely, it plays more into the character. It does, And yeah. it, to me, it's more like, it, what I feel happened is um, Gene Wilder was like, okay, I'll do this, but only if you let me be, only if you let me do it the way I want to do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know if that's true, but I it, don't know how Willy Wonka is in the book. I, yeah, I don't either. But I also know, like, basically every, every person in Monty Python was considered for the role. Okay. Um, what are you clicking? Don't worry about it. Okay. Every person Monty Python was considered for the role, and they were all turned down for Gene Wilder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a bunch of other people. Basically, every like kind of British comedic actor was considered, and Gene Wilder ended up winning, okay. winning, winning the role. And they wow, asked was him this to like start. a big thing. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, so Roald Dahl has always been, uh, I think, very um, uh, popular. Uh, like okay. a popular children's book author. He actually wrote the original script for the movie. 
Really? Okay. Yeah. And then they took it and and had unofficial rewrites done, and Roald Dahl apparently disowned the entire movie because of it. <laughs> how how uh how who's that fucking writer you love? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> who who are you talking guy, about? The guy who wrote um uh, Pet Cemetery. Oh, Stephen King. Yeah, how Stephen King's of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He very very Stephen King of him. Yeah, he um apparently they they like changed the ending and like tweaked a bunch of stuff and he was just like this is awful but you know what what can you do he's like a weirdo children's book author i mean anyone who writes books for children's kind of weird dude a fucking weirdo yeah like, you know he's not the smartest person to listen to uh i don't i i mean i don't think it's that they wouldn't be smart i think it's just that um no they're just crazy people they're, they they're, think in a different they're crazy people yeah, the, yeah look they, dr they, seuss they... didn't pull shit out of nowhere he's a crazy person yeah they just think in a different wavelength, and yeah. if you were to meet him in real life, you would be like, "Ooh, this is." I'm gonna go somewhere else, bro. You, you, you hang out here. So there were there were a few things too that like reminded me that this is a movie for children. I mean, other than like the G rating and the general things, but there were there were some things like like Grandpa Joe, his wife is Josephine, and the other grandparents in there are George and Georgina, and there's a few of those things. <laughs> like like where the the, the simplest the, concept like just the super simple like of course that these two people are married they have the, basically the same name or of course that's his mom and and or, or that's her mom and her you know son they have the same everything mm-hmm. yeah, there's, of there's a lot of sense. like little th- things like that but anyway all right dragon yes can i just say yes i hated this movie <laughs> that uh, being said yes the moment gene wilder comes on screen yeah I was like, oh, fuck, now it's now it's great. Now it's good, yeah. Now it's good, now it's interesting. Gene Wilder, like, I was, at the first 45 minutes, I literally was just like, I, I, I man, I'm going to fucking just shit all over this movie, this mm-hmm. entire fucking podcast. Mm-hmm. Gene Wilder shows up, and I'm just like, wow, he's fucking great. Yeah, he's so good. And you're all in. He sells that character so hard. He and sells it's... the character because, because he cares but he doesn't give a fuck yeah he legitimately doesn't give a fuck about human beings which i fucking love yeah yeah he's very yeah he's very like birdo-esque my favorite part of him is his when whenever anybody questions him did you say birdo-esque yes i did 100 did whenever anybody questions him he just pretends like he didn't hear them <laughs> oh yeah that is my favorite running bit through the whole fucking thing and it's always someone asks a question he doesn't want to answer he's just like oh you have to you have to speak into my good ear i can't hear about this one and then he just keeps talking and then there's a there's a part where i was like man i want to do this somebody asks a question he goes oh excuse me um questions need to be submitted in writing and just like keeps going or whatever the fuck he was saying and then yeah and then he was like uh my my favorite one was the uh, oh i'm sorry all questions are all at the end of the ride just over and over again where it's just like no (laughs) but you can't even say anything (laughs) now okay we got to talk about first off the fucking thing that he makes the kids sign yes so fucking weird that he has them just sign sign their name on something and i love the fact that it starts off giant and then it just the 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 the, the, it's such a good gag the text slowly becomes smaller and smaller and smaller, and it's basically like, well, you have to sign this, or else you can't come into the, yeah, in in, in, in you can't come in if you don't sign this. It's such a good gag. It's also part of me was like, well, a, a child can't enter into a contract, actually. So yeah, but it gives a shit. <laughs> but but it's fine. Maybe they can in whatever weird uh, country that this is supposed to this is supposed to exist in. 
Yeah, for sure. Whatever. But this anyway, factory. um, I loved the first, the, well, okay. So they're hanging out in the fucking, the candy room where everything mm-hmm. is edible. And then you see the, the fat German kids start drinking the chocolate from the lake. Yes. And it, you he see Gene Wilder being like, first of all, Gene Wilder is being a fucking weirdo the entire time. Yeah, well, he is a weirdo. Like, his whole yeah. thing is that he's a weirdo. He Which has is not, He's a recluse. He has not been around other human beings for, like, a decade. <laughs> yes. Now, my here's the thing. The German kid starts drinking the chocolate, and then he falls in the chocolate water, and <laughs> the German mother is like, Wonka, you, Wonka, you have to, you have to, like, help him. Don't just stand there. Do something. And you just see him just go, like, help, police, murder. <laughs> he just does that. He doesn't even, he does not care. He does not care about these kids at all. He genuinely didn't, not only does he not give a fuck, he makes fun of the woman for caring that her son is drowning. Literally drowning in chocolate. I, so here's a fun fact about her. She, she's like, apparently, apparently she was a very well-known German actress. Mm-hmm. She was, in, she was 56 when they filmed this. That sounds about right. No, she that looks great. Right. I thought she looked great. All right, I don't know why you're yelling. Okay, fine. I'll go, I'll go fuck myself then. Oh, that oh, fun I mean, fact. You want me to be like, oh, wow, 56, amazing. Yeah. Does that, that make you feel better? I thought she looked she like she was in her late 30s. All right, yeah, okay. 20 years younger is a lot younger. Okay, she looked good. Thank she looked good. Dragon. Thank you. Thank that, you for admitting that. I don't know if I would put that fact under the umbrella of fun. You say that about all my facts. I literally, I literally tell you something and you're like, I don't think that was, I don't think you know what fun means. (laughs) And then, and then what happens is I wind up using that same fun fact to someone else. I know you're such a dick. They think I'm a genius. Anyway. (laughs) Um, Let's keep going. So so that, that, first of all, that room where they're originally going to and everything's edible. I was like, I, so I'm more of a chocolate person than I am like a regular candy person. But everything in there was like more like candy. And I was like, yeah, they were like taking hard candy. And I'm just like, ugh, no. Right. Or a lot of like, get something soft and cakey. Twizzler type things. Yeah. It's like, soft and cakey is not candy. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's that's you want a bakery. Maybe, You're thinking maybe that's of bakeries. What it is. Maybe that's maybe that's why this stuff didn't really seem that uh, appealing to me because I'm like, I don't really want a fucking Twizzler. Yeah. I want like I want a cookie. I want a candy bar. Yeah. I want Even a chocolate. I want a chocolate based candy bar. I do. I do not want a t- Twizzler ever. Really. I mean, don't I'm get not... me wrong. I will eat those sugar candies, but I prefer a chocolate bar. Maybe maybe it's just the difference between us us Americans and those. Uh, those goddamn uh, weirdo Brits, weirdo <laughs> Brits with their hard candies. I know. What Us is... Americans are like, no, we make cakes. The um, like the French. Like the one of the things that I was like, I would just never go for this. Is the um, the the mushroom that had like uh, whipped cream in it. I was like, I oh, can, yeah. honestly, I don't even like whipped cream that much. Like I would be like, man, really? ass. Okay. yeah, I really don't. If I if I get like a drink that comes with something like that, you know, like a whatever. Uh, I usually say no whipped cream or a sundae. Very interesting. Dragon. I just no, don't get it. Is. I don't understand why you would like it. It's just fine. It's fine. Okay. It just yeah, it's fine. It's it. just it's just something fun that you can add on top of like your ice cream. I guess so. All right. I just don't get it. I don't get the point. Oh Jesus. Anyway. Christ. Um my my favorite part of this whole movie is when they're on the boat. So on the after boat? after Augustus, when they leave the room. 
Yeah, when they leave the room, the edible room. Yeah. Um, so when a goose, after a goose just gets shot through a... <laughs> a um, oh, and the Oompa Loompas literally punish him. They say he's being punished for being a glutton. Yeah, for being a fat, so, fat glutton. Yeah, a fat, fat glutton. It is really an anti-gluttony uh, song, I would say. Um, yeah. I, I will say, like, uh, I have known um, some elderly people who did feel like uh, being fat was a sin. <laughs> And this would have right. this would have really resonated with the with the person that I'm thinking of. Okay, <laughs> interesting. I um, guess. Yeah. Anyway, but my no, my favorite part is when they're on the boat and they're going through the tunnel, and it's like the scariest imagery. And and Willy Wonka is singing that really weird song. Yeah, they they basically have an LSD trip. They do. They literally so do. It makes it makes me think that 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 edible room is just laced with fucking yeah, like, right? acid. It's everywhere. just it's just so weird because like you know all of the imagery in it is like not that bad, right? It's like a centipede on somebody's face, like that's scary, but it's not like that harmful. And then it's a chicken getting their head cut off. Yeah, <laughs> just really straight, weird. Really weird. Straight decapitation and of the, a chicken. And when the I was a kid, time Wonka is just staring at them and scream and scream singing. Yeah. Just, just the most like he's just freaking out, and they're all starting to freak out, and they're freaking out more and more and more, and they're. <laughs> it's so good. When I was a kid, it was scary. I was like, I was, I was scared by that part. But now, as an adult, I'm like, this is the best part of this movie. <laughs> Gene Wilder just acting his fucking head off. It feels like I know, obviously they didn't, but it feels like this weird like one take thing. As, like, Gene Wilder, like, ramps up the, like, yeah. uh, tension during it, and then just ends. And yeah, everybody's like, just goes black, that's fine. They end it, and they're like, oh, we're here. And then they just get off. Yep, yeah, and it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, and they all just forget what just fucking just happened. <laughs> yeah, they'd be all, like, shell-shocked, being like, give me the fucking kitty do it anymore. Like, this is so awful. And, uh, yeah, so they make it to the invention room, mm-hmm. which is, again, hilarious, because Gene Wilder doesn't give a fuck about no. kids. He no. does not give a fuck about these kids or anything. Because um it, it, he like keeps being like, oh here, take this, take this, take that. Oh here, oh no, no, don't do that. No, mm-hmm. stop like I think it was the oh when the girl was chewing the gum. Yeah. So that that's who that's who gum. get he, who gets offed at the at the invention room. That's yeah, the next so one. She, that's the next one. So she like first off the, the, the invention room was funny because he's like he, he adds a coat because oh it's too hot it's too hot <laughs> it's too cold it's too, it's too cold yeah so he adds like a shoe and it's like oh it's uh it, it, it's it's too uh no it's to, it's said. to give it a little kick oh yeah stupid <laughs> shit like that for kids uh, it's a kids movie yeah, it's a no, kids no, movie it's... where you just previously watched a chicken get decapitated <laughs> on an, you previously just saw people having an LSD trip this and movie's kid, rated G. And you literally have a guy who I, I can only assume is a sociopath because yep. of his his lack of emotions while kids are being almost killed. Yeah. Is basically the entire film. It's 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 also what makes the fucking movie hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It really is. I like the invention room a lot. That also when he's singing when he's like pedaling on the on the um bike and he's singing like, you know, springtime, the only ring a ding time, you know that little song? Yeah. Uh, I sing that all the time, just generally, as like a person in my house. Andrew hates it. <laughs> I would hate it too. I would hate it too, by the way. But I do it. I like so, will put in other words to it, you know, like, oh, Jesus. It, like for you... pickles, <laughs> like, <laughs> where we're going to have pickles. It's pick yeah. time. <laughs> Dragon, could you be more annoying? <laughs> no. Andrew says no. <laughs> 
<laughs> that poor long-suffering man just annoyed the, just I, constantly annoyed i sing I just, so much stupid shit in my house <laughs> I, I sometimes wonder why he let you be on this podcast and now i, I realize it's, yeah. it's to give him it's so that he has an hour and a half to himself it's true it's and also why just is like thank god it's it's also why it's i go to jujitsu because he's just long, like please get the fuck out of the house <laughs> the long torture is over go go bother roberto for a while <laughs> Um. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah. All right. So let's move on to the gum chewer. Yep. She gets punished because she chews Wait, gum. Question: How much do you want that gum, though? It sounds great. Uh, I mean, it sounded great until he was like, "No, it's not. No, don't eat the gum. It's not. It's not. It's not done yet." I just love that Willy Wonka is so like. He's, he's so, so inconsistent. Okay. He's so inconsistent. Some things he's like, yes, go ahead, try it. I, w- I want you all to have this. And other things he's like, no, don't try it. He's mm. like, no. She, ta- she makes the gum and then she takes it. Yeah. And first off, he spots her um, stealing some tomatoes, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, but that's not like no big deal. No, but the look he gives, the, the look he gives when he mm. spots them taking that mm. is like, Oh, I'm gonna get you. She just like sticks her finger in it to try to taste it. That's yeah, all. and he gives her this look of like, oh, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> yeah, then, he basically he, makes he makes the uh... he makes a three course meal of a piece of gum, and yeah. then she takes it. And he's like, I want to try it, and then he's like, No, no, don't, no, oh no. And then she even just pops it in her mouth, and then like that's when she basically gets the three courses, and then blows up to a blueberry, and he's just sitting there, and he's like. It's always a blueberry. I don't understand why. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Just using using her as a tester. I I I didn't I didn't hate that honestly. I was like, yeah, it's, that's it. Just funny. It's just funny how he's just like doesn't give a fuck no. that this girl is about to basically. He's like, oh, we have to juice her. First off, he's like, we have to juice her fast before she explodes. Yeah. And then the Oompa Loompas are like, fast, perfect, just enough time to sing a song. <laughs> just enough time to sing a thirty second song about her being a disgusting cow for chewing gum. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they do add in though in that Oompa Loompa song a line that's basically like, "Look, chewing gum can can keep your teeth clean, so that's good." <laughs> they have to like add sure. that in. Sure, again. Yeah. Um, okay, and then after that we have Veruca, right? Well, first they go to the floating room. Which oh, is, the fizzy lifting drinks. Let yes. me just say, Dragon mm-hmm. could could have seen C B more. I don't know if this scene was useless. <laughs> I because I hated it. Or it's, if it's because they were like, you know what we should do? We should take the focus away from Gene Wilder and give you Charlie for about three minutes. Well, the thing I don't like about it is... It's completely out of out of, out character. of character. It's out of it's character. It's completely out of character for both people. A hundred percent. Charlie is supposed to be the good guy. Yeah. And for him to be like, oh, they told us not to do this, is completely out of character for him to be. And Gene Wilder had given an uncharacteristic warning about the drink as well. He yes. said, "Like it's far too strong. We 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 haven't gotten it right yet." And mm-hmm. you have already seen a girl blow up like a blueberry without even and, a warning, really. And you, yeah, and you saw another kid almost drown in fucking chocolate, and him not give a fuck about either one of them. Yeah, just absolutely didn't care. It was crazy. It was crazy. I was like, "This do- it didn't make any sense. You would never ever have done this." And when I was a kid, too, I remember being so mad, so mad at Charlie and Grandpa Joe. For doing that, it's just There's so many emotions. I know. I guess I was very like when I, when I was a kid watching movies, I like really got into it. <laughs> well, we also know, Dragon. I also know the type of person you are, and that is, you are a person who hates 
to break rules. I do. Yeah, that is true. I, right? I, so I am anytime, generally anytime a rule, rule follower. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's a rule and you, uh, and it is broken, you, I get, very you get very angry. I mean, this is why you hate Gandhi. <laughs> no, because shut up. He, he <laughs> created something called civil unrest. <laughs> Gandhi. And he was like, Gandhi. There's laws against this. Do no. not bring people to the ocean to make salt. How dare you? Look, we can drag Gandhi for other things. <laughs> not, about the rule, not about those specific rule-breaking things. We can talk about Gandhi being a kind of a weird pedophile, but not really, and also super racist. <laughs> If we're going to talk about anything about Gandhi. But anyway, it is, it, it, yeah, as a kid, I, I had a very strong sense of, like, rules. I was very rule-based. As a kid? Today yeah. you do. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this, and the only thing, the only thing that my parents, my parent, my mom pulled me aside one time and had to tell me, like, Ashley, don't snitch. Like, you can't snitch on people. Yeah, really, Dragon. Snitches get stitches. I had like a, yeah, like as a very little kid. Because my mom knew I had like that kind of weird, strong, like, if something is against the rules, I would say something, you know? Oh, God. I would hate your friends. My mom literally pulled me aside. I was like, don't snitch. Nobody likes a tattletale. Yeah, for real, Dragon. Nobody likes that. I really took that to heart, honestly. Well, that's good. I was not a snitch as a kid. I was not a snitch as a kid. Nobody likes what we call a sapo. A sapo, yeah. Um, Anyway. Let's let's right, move. So let's go back smash, into this. Yeah, so completely completely out of character, but they're lucky because they didn't get their heads cut off by a giant fan. Especially <laughs> because they burped. Um, burped. Yeah. I'm sure as a kid, he's like, oh, it's so much fun. They burped. Yeah. Uh, wait, anyway, back up. Dragon. What did you think of the the lickable wallpaper? Useless. Fucking Useless disgusting. Thing. Disgusting. Also, yes, disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I guess that too. But I'm also like, I completely forgot that was even in the movie. Like, I don't oh. know why that was there. I remember because Veruca gets her like when he grabs her face to like say some shit in her face. Sure, her tongue is sticking out. When I was a kid, I thought that was gross. <laughs> anyway, yeah. this, it's a, it's really this is just Dragon relives the weird things she thought as a child when she was yeah, watching this movie much. over and over again. Okay, then we go to Veruca. So, and we yeah, get, Veruca gets punished because we get her she song, wants... which I thought was fun. Yeah, and she gets a she because she wanted a golden goose. Yeah, she, so, so like, she throws yeah. a fit and sings a song about it. Yeah, and then she stands on the the thing to measure, and it was bad eggs. Yeah, because the the golden geese lay eggs onto a thing that measures whether or not they're good eggs or bad eggs, and she was a bad egg. Yeah, pretty much. And so was her dad, who jumps in after her. Mm-hmm. Well, the dad is enabling. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. he can't stand to see his daughter angry. He spoiled or, her. Is, or, all, is what is yeah. all. So That's, the question is, is she really a bad guy or is it the dad for allowing it to happen? I mean, both, I think. You know. Dragon? Yeah. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Um, anyway, so she bites it and then we move on to Mike TV. <laughs> uh, oh, well, you mean Wonka Vision? Which yes. I just kept thinking, what, is this WandaVision? No, not even close. <laughs> but I did, I did think that was a fun concept. It's just teleportation. Except everything on the other yeah, side he, is very small. Down, he, 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 I wrote down that he invented a teleportation device. Yeah. Which is very cool. And like, yeah, I guess. I mean, he just cool. made a teleportation device, sure. It's, but he just, he, he didn't see the implications of it. No, no, no. It was only for chocolate. It was only for moving a chocolate bar from one place to another. I also was thinking that, I was like, okay, this is very bad for business because he has to, he has to have this giant chocolate bar. Oh, yeah. That but could have it, been like a million other chocolate bars. Like, is that chocolate bar now packed with, like, calories and stuff? 
Ooh, that's a good is question. It, what happened? These are questions that were not answered in this movie, and I need them answered, Dragon. I need it to have an investigation done on this. Dragon. Yeah, I need to know specifically how this one aspect works. Yeah, like because because that that was a giant chocolate bar. That's a lot of like stuff, and then it becomes a small chocolate bar. Yeah, like what happened to the other stuff? Yeah, yeah. What is did it still in the air? It just shrunk, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's just like it is just in the air. <laughs> if you if you walk through that like bits that were going overhead, if you like put your hand up, it'll be covered in chocolate when you bring it back down. Or when my TV goes through it, blood and guts. Okay. <laughs> sure. I mean, why not, right? Yeah, I guess. Um, uh, Dragon. Yes. Then his solution to the kid who was transported because the kid is like, I want to be transported, and he gets put in the TV. Yeah. Why is he punished? I don't know why, because the Oompa Loompa should have been like, no, 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 I'm not turning this on. No, he he grabbed the remote himself, the it, clicker thing. Remember. He did, yeah, he did. But anyway, that was the thing about it where I was like, okay, Mike TV, this is the one where Mike TV really did it to himself. I guess. But, he um, literally watched also, the chocolate bar get small. Yeah, it was like he, me. Yeah, but he wanted to be on TV because he loves the TV, the, the right, right, Cowboy right. Ninja TV. But you're not even actually on TV, you fucking idiot. I know he's a fucking dummy again. And so of course, Willie is like Willie Wonka is like, oh no, no, stop! Oh yeah, dear, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. no, oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh well. Yep. Because of course he doesn't give a fuck about people. No, he really doesn't. Um, and that yeah, and then like there, you mean wait? Are you saying that Willy Wonka's solution of stretching him <laughs> is not gonna work? Oh yeah, his solution of stretching is. Oh boy! <laughs> I guess I guess he's gonna put him on the rack. All I could think about was how his head would still be teeny tiny, <laughs> even if his body was stretched. His head isn't gonna stretch. It's made of skull. It's just bone. <laughs> All I could think yeah. about. Uh, okay. All right, Dragon. And then uh, basically we just get to the end and it's like, all right, we're going to, uh, there's the exit. Goodbye. Yeah, Willy Wonka, like, so Willy Wonka sends them on their way. And then Grandpa Joe's like, wait a minute, what about our, like, lifetime supply of chocolate? And uh, Willy Wonka full on freaks out. <laughs> I mean, he has one of my favorite lines in it, but yeah, he full on does have a fucking freak out he has like a mental breakdown starts screaming at grandpa joe about how they stole fizzy lifting drinks and therefore they get nothing (laughs) (laughs) again one of my favorite lines is you get nothing nothing (laughs) it's like wow you are really freaking out gene wilder commits so hard so hard he's just this weird fucking psycho Mm -hmm. and then out of nowhere it's just him fucking being serious and screaming for no reason yeah, but I feel like that is that is so within character for Willy Wonka. Like, clearly he has his own rules in his head of things, right? And, like, I feel like that's why he doesn't freak out about any of the kids fucking up, because he's like, well, they broke the rules, so it's fine. They, they did it to themselves. Right? Yeah, they did it to themselves. So, like, what's the issue? If, if she hadn't been so greedy, if he hadn't been so, like, hyped to get on TV, if she hadn't been so, you know, willing to chew gum like a cow or whatever, if he hadn't been so fat, like, it wouldn't have been... <laughs> His, his rules are fucking terrible. Yeah. I have so many problems with like his implications. Number one is he's decided these kids' personalities based based on the like ten minutes he met them. Yeah. A hundred percent accurate. Number, yeah. number two, he's punishing these children for things that are also not their fault. These are fucking children. Yeah. Like, I it's not their fault that it's not it's not their fault that they're like this. 
I would say that Gene Wilder, so the whole, then you find out, so, okay, wait, so he freaks out on Grandpa Joe, right? You stole fizzy lifting drinks, the, based on the thing you signed, you get nothing, blah, blah, blah. Um, you lose, good day, sir. <laughs> yes. Right? Uh, so Do he that, does I that. Nailed it. nailed it. And then. I want you to praise me for nailing it. Yeah, you, you nailed it, good job. And then. Fucking good. Charlie has to be all high and mighty and be like, you know what? You're right. We did break the rules. I'm so sorry. Here's the everlasting, everlasting gobstopper that you gave me. Which, by the way, that candy I really want, <laughs> even though it's a choking hazard. And um, is that, that one your, I would where like. Where your mind went to? Yeah, it did. That one I would like. I, I like a heart. Sometimes I like a heart candy that you suck on. But anyway, um, he gives it back to him, and then uh, Willy Wonka says something, and I forget what. And then he uh, gives Charlie literally everything. <laughs> the whole factory. The whole slave slave race that he has working for him. <laughs> literally everything. Now, here's my problem, is what he tells me. He yeah. tells Charlie that I couldn't give this to an adult because an adult would do whatever they wanted to do. Yeah, I would rather give it to a child who would do what I want them to do. In yes. which I was like, wait what yeah literally that was his uh, so my thing here is like dude there are better ways to find a kid to give your chocolate factory to than a game of random chance <laughs> random like, chance followed who? by a a a fucking some type of kill factory yeah it doesn't it truly doesn't make sense like did you make all these things up as like a gauntlet that these kids had to run which i didn't know they were running also aren't you basically guaranteed that all of the kids who get your candy bars who win the golden tickets are on the on the well-off side because they could afford to buy a whole shit ton of candy bars <laughs> yeah pretty much like it's a game of like numbers right the more candy bars you open the more likely you're to win yeah i mean it's not it's just a terrible way of doing it open a school <laughs> something yeah literally anything else hold, hold tryouts yeah like an american idol does a better job at this than you did. isn't it wild but yeah, so he does that, and then he's like, "Well, Charlie, you win everything." Mm-hmm. And then the movie literally they get into their to base. I guess it's just a floating elevator, and, and it's going to take him to Charlie's house to get his family to live in the factory. Yes. And then, like, that's it. The movie's over. Yep. And I'm like, that is a quick ending. It which is. Which is honestly the best thing to do. You yeah. don't need to see the rest. It it's a, this. I mean, uh, an hour forty is. Perfect. You could even shave like 10 minutes off of it, I think. I think you shave, I'll be honest, Dragon, I think you can shave 45 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, you do, but you're wrong. Start the movie right at, (laughs) right when they walk into the factory. I do, I do think that it could have been an 80 minute movie for sure. Yeah, definitely. Especially that, I'm telling you, that, that beginning really dragged for me. I'm sorry. And I know, I and I, I do understand that. I think I, I still liked it, and I still understand why they did all of it. The, when I was a kid, the song that I liked the least was the mother song. That she sings oh, Charlie. Geez. Yeah, the, like, yeah. sappy one. That oh, one I, God, I didn't that was, really that like. That was awful. It was god-awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I still... That's still true. But I do get it. She's, like, a sad, you know, ever-suffering uh, um, mom. You know? Like, long-suffering mother who's, like, trying to... The only one working to support four other adults and her son oh, after her the husband died. Hero. Yeah, the actual hero of this movie is Charlie Bucket's mom. Yeah, because she's the one who's, like basically saving this family yeah and and the whole time doesn't doesn't go shut the fuck up charlie 
how about you fucking help me around the house instead of buying candy like a goddamn idiot? <laughs> there is one point in this movie where Grandpa Joe gives Charlie a candy bar. And I yeah. was like, how did that motherfucker get a candy bar? Did he Uber Eats it? Yeah, like yeah. Did, he ordered it on Amazon. How did he get a candy bar? Explain it to me. <laughs> did the mother have to take the money that could have fed them a real meal and go to the candy shop and get a fucking bar? <laughs> How did this happen? Uh, anyway, very very frustrating. Yeah, there were, there was a lot of watching this as an adult that I was like, well, that's weird, but it's because it's a kids movie and it's meant for children. Yeah, I guess dragon. Yes. All right. All right, Megan, we yep. made it to the end. Yeah, let's wrap it up. What are what are your final thoughts on this movie? I, I still really enjoyed it. I, I still think, it, honestly, it's a great movie. I think it's a great kids movie. I think there's a lot of, like, weird shit in it that I'm like, well, that's a, that's a little odd. But overall, I, I think it's well worth it. I think it's well worth it just for Gene Wilder alone. He really makes the movie. Um, I would, my, my final thoughts on this is I would 100% agree with you with that, in that you could literally skip the first 45 minutes, just watch the Gene Wilder scenes, uh-huh. and then move on with your life, because you don't need to see anything else, <laughs> don't worry about the story, because honestly, when I remember this movie, I only have memories of, from the Gene Wilder yeah. appearance on, yeah. and nothing, like, rewatching this movie, I was like, I don't remember any of this shit from the beginning. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, especially when you if you watch it as a kid, why would you ever remember any of the boring stuff? Yeah. In the beginning, where and it's like, like everything is, is, is gr- everything stuff. is gray, you know, like there's no color in the beginning no, of the there's movie. There's no purpose to most of these things or like I mean, the, it's illustrating how poor be, Charlie is and trying to make tr- him yeah, sympathetic. But, like, Charlie is such a boring character. <laughs> like it's he's such a boring character. I like it was like watching fucking paint dry dragon. Mhm. So, it was it was it was terrible. It was awful. It was like vanilla it was vanilla, all right. Do you understand what it's like? Like, like you know, when you go to an ice cream shop mm-hmm. and like, they, you know, there's chocolate, pistachio, all these fun, fun, fun things with toppings, fun flavors, yep, fun flavors, all that fun stuff. And then someone <laughs> is gonna, who is the fucking idiot who's gonna get vanilla? I hate that person so much. I'm just like vanilla out of all the flavors. I have never in my life ordered a vanilla ice cream, ever. There, there are people who say that. Um, you you should always try the if you try a new ice cream place you should always try the vanilla I don't because I, if they don't get vanilla right then nothing else is going to be good Bruno I cannot to, tell you how much I don't care about what the vanilla ice cream tastes like I do those, not want exactly. it I to do not people, want it I say go fuck yourself I'm gonna get I'm gonna get like yeah. whatever has like six different different things in it so I'm gonna get the 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 fucking like caramel with the brownie <laughs> pieces yep yep and then you're like you know what fuck it. Give me, give me the, give me a topping on that. So normally I'm a chocolate on chocolate on chocolate person. I give me all of the chocolate. I want, I want chocolate with that has chocolate fudge and brownie bits mixed in it. You know what I mean? Like that is what I want. Occasionally I'll venture out, and if I'm feeling like a little sassy, I'll get black raspberry maybe. <laughs> now, Dragon, you have seen me at the uh, those those like um, frozen yogurt, the self, the yep. self made frozen yep, yogurt yep, yep, places. Yep. Oh yeah. Now I'm the person who will get like, I'll get a basic base. Yeah. So I'll get like maybe a chocolate, but more like a cookie and cream and like yeah. a, car- a salted caramel. Yeah. And then I will put in a bunch of just chocolate toppings. Yes. And then I will mix everything and make a soup. Yeah. And it's delicious. It's always good. Yes. There's a, there's a ice cream place down the street for me called screen door. And it's just this little mm. tiny hole in the wall ice cream place. And I love it, and I love going there, and they have an ice cream called Cake Batter. Cake Batter is 
tastes just like a like yellow cake batter, but it's got fudge throughout, like swirled throughout, and it is so fucking good. That is now my go-to flavor there. Not chocolate, which I do get sometimes, but not chocolate. It's now the cake batter. Highly recommend. Berto, you're, you're going to have to come and have to have ice cream with me. Are you are you paying for me? Yeah, I'll pay for you. I okay, owe you. Then. I owe Perfect. you so and many lunches. Perfect. I, I've never once paid for a lunch with you. <laughs> I owe you so much money. <laughs> That's because every time the check comes out, the good old gator arms yeah. appears. It's like, oh, I'm trying to reach for my oh, it's so hard. purse, but it's so far away. No. No, no. Now, now I'm just taken to staring at you until you say it. <laughs> um, anyway. Okay, right, Brett. Yes. Would you give this movie a smashly or a trashly? Oh, a smashly. It's still great. You should watch it. Rewatch it for the nostalgia. It's fun. Berto, what would you rate this movie? So it's kind of hard for me to rate this movie because um, I would give the first 45 minutes of this uh, zero out of 10. (laughs) Okay, Okay, I'm I'm lying. I would give it like a two out of 10 because Uh most of the stuff with Charlie is boring. Most of the stuff without Charlie is pretty interesting Mm -hmm. because it's just fucking weird. But the moment Gene Wilder appears on this movie, it becomes like a fucking nine out of 10. Yeah. Because he is so weird in this movie. Yeah, and it fits the it fits the mood of it perfectly, and like elevates it. So it makes it like because this is this is straight up a kids movie. Yeah, it's just a kids movie. It is. But it's a musical he, kids movie, nonetheless. Yeah, he makes it like, hey, you know what? Let's have adults enjoy this too because it's so fucking weird. Yeah. So I'm gonna give this one a five out of ten. Okay, I think that's fair. Meet in the middle. Most of, of the one comes from the first <laughs> the first forty five minutes. Yep. The rest of it, the, the, all the good boy points come from the last part of the movie. Okay, fair. Okay? Fair but enough. But if you could find the mix where all you see are Gene Wilder scenes, I would highly suggest you just watch that. Okay. Got it. Okay. All right, Dragon, we did it. We wrapped up. Yeah, I think this is our first G-rated movie that we watched. Um, are you sure? No. What about Girl's House? Was that a Girl House? Yes, Girl House. The one with the most boobs in it that we've watched so far. (laughs) (laughs) Most certainly. Midsummer, maybe. (laughs) Definitely G rated. Oh, Grizzly Man. G rated. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Actually, Grizzly Man might not be, it might be like PG. Anyway. Her. What about what about uh, Boogie Nights, Dragon? What do you think that's? <laughs> Boogie Nights was so good. I can't believe I've never seen it. <laughs> I, I'm actually surprised you didn't either. I would keep talking about Boogie Nights to, to this point because I'm like, there's so many things we didn't talk about in that movie. There really were. Yeah, should we just once in, every once in a while throw Boogie Nights back in there? <laughs> <laughs> we should probably do another Showgirls at some point, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, anyway, Berto, this week was my pick. Okay, so. So I next week. Next yes. So, Dragon, you know me, right? Uh-huh. I'm what you call a fan of Asian cinema. Yes. Um, I want to look into a Japanese movie that I remember watching back in the day that I truly enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It has since become, like, a very famous movie. So it's not like, a, oh, watch this movie no one's ever heard of. Yeah. But uh, we're going to be watching 2000's Battle Royale. Nice. Now, this movie comes in at a cool crisp 113 minutes okay all right uh-huh. now what is that that's an hour and 53 why did okay. i say 113 because i didn't do the math in my head fast enough <laughs> good got it thank you <laughs> this this came out in 2000 mm-hmm. it is directed by and by the way i'm gonna get all these names wrong yeah it's directed by kinji fukasu fuk 
and I said this in my head like three times before. Fukasaku. There you go. Fukasaku. Fukasaku, according to what you wrote down. Yeah, I'm guessing. Uh-huh. And uh, it's starring a bunch of like kid actors because they're yep. all teenagers. Yeah. Uh, but it is starring one major, one big time person who is uh, Takeshi Katano. Yep. Who, um, if you watch any type, if you know anything about Asian cinema, you know this guy. But because uh, he's he's very famous, he made a bunch of like. He's actually a, a movie director. He was in a bunch of uh, like movies. He's a really weird guy, but also very funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't know any, if you don't know any of this stuff, you might recognize him from a TV show called Takeshi's Castle. That's what. That's where it's from. Okay. Yeah, he was the guy. It's it's his castle, so it's like he he was the the guy who sat there and would make jokes as people would get blown off of. Uh, <laughs> Off the castle and fall in the water. Yeah, I've, I've definitely heard of it. But, yeah, so Dragon, this is a very famous movie. Mm-hmm. And I would actually say it inspired uh, a, a basically an entire genre of film. Yeah, and, I, I and think books. you're right. Um, and fun fact, I actually read the book to this. You know, I th- I feel like I did too, but I, I maybe I'm just, I read The Hunger Games. <laughs> That's actually what I'm thinking of. Oh, uh, I think when, uh, do you remember Hunger Games at all? Yeah. What I tell people is if you know anything about Hunger Games, you will watch this movie and be like, wow, they really just stole everything. Yeah, they truly, truly did. They stole the whole concept. Yeah. Um, I assume that Battle Royale came first. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. it did. It was yeah. the first of the of that of that style. It was the first of the like the young adult, yeah. oh, we're put through some big test. Maybe I'll maybe I'll read the book, too, while we're at it. No, maybe. I but probably I, will. I, it depends I if it's on Audible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the book. It has more to do with, like, the... Pol- it explains a lot more that the movie does not explain. Yeah. But uh, I did love the, I do love the book. It just goes into a lot more stuff. But yeah. it, that this movie does an excellent job of taking such a thick book and condensing it to what you need to know and doing it fast. Nice. Right, Dragon, I'm excited. Okay, great. Uh, and where can we watch it? Oh, I'm sorry. It is currently streaming on... Amazon Prime. I will say it is. Uh, it does say with with ads. Mm, mm. So That's okay. it's something we'll f- that I watch. Yeah, it's we'll, actually not bad. We'll like, figure it out. Amazon. Uh, yeah, Amazon Prime has this thing where they like show movies with ads, but it's honestly like every thirty minutes you get like a thirty to forty second ad, yeah. and then you just move on. It's uh, you barely notice it. Yeah, that's, that's really not that bad. And sometimes you guys are gonna get up and go pee. It's a good pee yeah. break. It's not like you have a you know pause button, but okay. No, 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 no. You have to do it within the thirty seconds of the ad too. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta run. Thank God this is a number one. Woo. Uh, okay. All right, Berto. Are we done? Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and send us off? Okay. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.